I want to share with you a, uh, a few words from the Word of God tonight, uh, this morning. So if you would, just open your Bible, Second Samuel. I'm going to ask the praise team to stay up here uh, for a few minutes. Second Samuel chapter 23. And we're going to read about one of David's mighty men, uh, which the Scriptures tell us about in verse 11. Second Samuel chapter 23 and verse 11. I want to begin a new series. We're just going to touch on it this morning, but we're going to continue on it for a few weeks, and it's called Winning. Can you say that with me? Winning. Okay, that was a little bit weak. I want you to try that again. Say Winning. winning. And what I want us to ask is the question, who wins if I win? And uh, really, we're also saying, who loses if I lose? So I want you to ask this question, who wins? Come on, where's the church this morning? Who wins if I win? Now I want you to start thinking about that. Say it again, who wins if I win? All right, I'm not talking about the lottery this morning. All right. This is an important question for us as a church. It's an important question for you this morning. One more time. Say it. Who wins if I win? You see, there are some people in your life that need you to be a success in your spiritual walk with God. They need you to be victorious. One of the core values of our church is that everyone can live in victory. Do you believe that? Everyone can live in victory. And I want to share with you about a man named Shammah, right here in 2 Samuel chapter 23, verse 11. It says, Now after him was Shammah, the son of Agi, the Herorite, And the Philistines were gathered into a troop where there was a plot of ground full of lentils. And the people fled from the Philistines. And he took his stand in the midst of the plot and defended it and struck the Philistines. And the Lord brought about a great victory. Would you pray with me? Father, we thank you this morning for the presence of the Holy Spirit among us. I stand now as your servant. To ask that you would anoint my lips of clay to preach the word of the living God. And I ask that you would anoint the hearing of this congregation. That they might hear the word and receive it with gladness in their hearts. I pray now in Jesus' name that I might have the authority that you have given me through the blood of Jesus. And I take that authority over every spirit of darkness. Every kind of distraction or disturbance. Satan, I come against you in the name of Jesus to declare that you will not bring discouragement or defeat to the life of God's people, but rather that they shall live in victory because this is the inheritance of the children of the Almighty God. We stand in that in Jesus' name, and the church said amen. Amen. One more time. Who wins if I win? The Bible talks about Shammah. Shammah was a simple man. 
The Bible tells us that he had a plot of lentils. Now, you guys may not know what lentils are, but really lentils are beans. Any of you ever grown beans? I, I remember as a kid growing beans and uh, growing a few other things, and my dad had a, a guest at the house because my parents would take in strays all the time, stray people. And this guy had a car, so they told him, just park your car over there in the back. And he went and parked it right on my beans. I was not very happy about that. Shammah had a plot of beans. And if you think about it, you might say, well, doesn't matter to me. Those are his beans. Those are his, that's his little crop, his small harvest. But the fact is that Every year, the Philistines would come in, and just about harvest time, the Philistines would come in and steal the harvest. About the time that Shammah would get ready to go and harvest the beans, the Philistines would come in and take them from him. And if you've ever lived in that kind of cycle, that kind of scenario, you know how despairing it is. And if you've ever been there when it seemed like just about when you were going to get ahead, something came in and stole your harvest. I'm asking you to be honest this morning. Ever been there? Just about when you thought I'm about to get over the top. I'm just about to climb this hill that I've been pushing this thing up and as soon as I get to the top, it'll be downhill from there. And it seems like just about when you get there that the enemy has come in or circumstances have come in and have stolen uh, your harvest or delayed it or have caused you to uh, lose that thing which God had promised to you, that thing which you have worked for, that thing which you have been diligent about. And you know, the struggle with that is that if it happens often enough, you start losing hope. If it happens often enough, you start feeling like, I can't win. In fact, some of you have said that. I just can't win. We say it sometimes, can't win for losing. I want you to get that out of your vocabulary this morning because the words, I can't win, are not a part of the dictionary of a child of God. Uh, did you hear me? I said they're not a part of the dictionary of the child of God. I can't win. I can't get ahead. I can't make this thing work. Every single time I, I seem to be getting to the point of breakthrough, to the point of deliverance, to the point of success, there is something that robs me, something that comes in to take away from me that which God promised. Elder Martinez quoted the scripture that Jesus said, he said, the thief came but to steal, kill, and destroy. And the enemy comes to do that. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, but I have come that you might have life and that more abundantly. In other words, he said, I've come so that you can win. Come on, church, I'm talking about a difference. Now, here's the thing about Shammah. Shammah lost his crop several years in a row until he got associated with a man named David. David was God's anointed. David was God's select man. And for our purposes this morning, 
David is the Lord Jesus Christ because that's who David represents in the Old Testament. David is a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when Shammah got connected with, Jesus, with David, things started to change in his life. Things started to change in the way that he saw the world, the way that he saw the things that God had promised to him. And I want to just let you know this morning that when you get connected with Jesus, Jesus will change your life. I said, Jesus will change your life. What, what a man needs more than anything in the world, you can do all the networking you want, but friend, if Jesus is not in your network, you're going to be a loser. You're going to lose at, at all types of things in life. If you want to have victory and if you want to have wins in your life, you have to have Jesus in your life. You have to be, a, be associated and empowered by the anointed one of God. Jesus is the one that brings victory into your life. Some of you are walking with some things in your, in your life, in your mind, and you're wondering, how am I going to get over this? How am I going to fight through this? And I just want to challenge you uh, to ask this question. What am I fighting this morning? What are you fighting this morning? Are you fighting an enemy that has robbed you of your peace, has robbed you of your joy, has robbed you of your satisfaction? Are you robbing, are you fighting an enemy of addiction or an enemy of pornography or an enemy of, uh, of depression? What are you struggling with that is dragging you down? What is it that is constantly coming into your life to bring defeat? and discord and to bring uh, discouragement into your life. And friend, when you can identify who your enemy is, it doesn't matter who your enemy is. I'll tell you this right now. All of us in here may have a different enemy. Every single one of us may have a different enemy. And we, we all have to face a different struggle, a different type of temptation, a different type of trial, a different type of test. But there is one thing that we have in common. Whatever the enemy may be, Jesus is the victor. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the champion of your heart. So you've got to get connected to Jesus. You've got to get connected to him because when you have Jesus, you have peace. When you have Jesus, you have joy. When you have Jesus, you're able to fight the fight. When you have Jesus, you're able to endure. When you have Jesus, you're able to stand the test, able to stand in the midst of the trial. Shema got associated with Jesus. So I want to ask you another question. Not only who are you fighting, but who are you fighting with? He got associated with David. Are you associated with Jesus? Have you come into, into fight, into this fight alone? Or are you fighting with the Lord? Because the Bible tells us that he causes all, all of his uh, children to be overcomers, to be more than conquerors through Christ, who, who has given them their strength and who has given them that power to overcome. This overcoming strength, this overcoming power comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. Who are you fighting with this morning? Are you in a church family? Is Kingsway Church your church? If you are our guest, are you a part of a church family where there's someone there to fight with you, to get, to get into prayer with you, to be a part of that struggle with you, to say, you know what, we're not going to give up, we're not going to quit, we're not going to stand down, we're going to wait on God, we're going to trust in God, we're going to pray this through, we're going to stand on God's word, stand on God's promises. You know, you've got to have those people in your life that will build up your faith, that will strengthen you, that will encourage you, 
I told you before, don't get, get around those people. Don't get around those people who will tell you, you know what, you're going you're gonna to lose. My mama went through this. She died in two weeks after the diagnosis. Uh, they, did, they, they told them that. They gave them that news. They never recovered. Somebody went through that situation. They never got back on their feet. You need to not get around those kinds of people. You need to get around some people that know the word of God, the people that can tell you this is what God's word says. Let's stand on what God has promised. Let's stand on what God has assured us of. And when you have that in your life, now you're able to fight. Shammah got associated with the voice of David. And I'll tell you what David's voice was. David's voice was a voice of victory. David's voice was the voice of a champion. David's voice was the voice of a one who had slayed Goliath. What am I telling you? I want you to get around the, around the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to hear his voice. I want you to hear the gospel preached and proclaimed. I want you to get around some people that know how to pray. Why? Because their message is that of a champion, that of a warrior that says, you know what? I faced that giant too and I slew him. I faced I faced that problem too and I overcame. I faced that addiction as well and I have victory over it. Come on somebody. If you have been to Jesus, you know what I'm talking about. He is the one that gives victory. You can be a winner when you're walking with Christ. So Shammah got associated with David and things started to change in his life. The scripture tells us that one day the Philistines came back to take his beans. Now, I like to think about it like this. Shammah told his, his wife, he said, honey, I'm going to go harvest the beans. So prepare the tortillas because we are going to have dinner tonight. And over there in the Philistine region, the Philistine told his wife, he said, honey, I'm going to go steal some beans just like I have every other season, and I'm going to be back, so have the tortillas ready, because we're going to have dinner tonight. And when the Philistine got out there, he was used to seeing Shammah run. The enemy is used to seeing some of you run. He's used to every time he shows up, you go and hide. You say, all right, all right, take what you want, take what you want. But I've been to Jesus. I said, I've been to Jesus. Say, this time, things are going to be different. One more time, this time, things are going to be different. You see, this trial might look like it did last time, but this time, things are going to be different. I have been to Jesus. I said, I have been to Jesus. I've been talking to Jesus. The last time I sat down and cried, but this time I have been to Jesus. The last time I gave up, but this time I have been to Jesus. The last time I threw in the towel, but this time I've been to Jesus. My last marriage failed, but this time I have been to Jesus. Come on, somebody. I've got, a, I've got an answer for you. He's Jesus. This time things are going to be different. And so the Philistines are coming over, they're coming over the hilltop, and the, the, hoof, 
the hoofbeats of those horses are being heard. And Shammah is watching that, that uh, scene unfold as those Philistines are coming to rob him of what is rightfully his, what he earned, what he worked for, what he sowed. Those things that he himself had planted, which the enemy had stolen from him so many times before. But this time the Bible says that Shammah took his stand in the middle of that bean patch. Shammah said, you know what? This time I'm not running. This time I'm not going anywhere. And he took his stand for what belonged to him. I want to ask you this morning, is there anybody in here who's willing to take a stand? Who's willing to say, this belongs to me. This is what God promised me. This is God's promise to my life you see here's the thing about beans they don't mean anything to anybody but they mean something to you my beans may not mean much to anybody else my little garden may not mean much to anybody else but it means a whole lot to me and I know there are some things in your life your kids may not mean a whole lot to anybody else but they mean a whole lot to you Your neighborhood may not mean a whole lot to anybody else, but it means a whole lot to you. And your future may not mean a whole lot to anybody else, but it means a lot to you. And God's here today to tell you, you're going to have to take a stand. Take a stand and say, I'm not losing this fight. Because think about it. If you lose, your children lose. Listen, friend, if you quit today, your children lose. Mom and dad, listen to me. If you quit on your marriage, it's your family that's losing. If you quit on your faith today, friend, it's your community that's losing. But you see, when you win this fight, your children are winning it with you. When you win this fight, Bevel is winning it with you. When we win this fight, the Coastal Bend region is winning it with us. Come on, somebody. When I win, you win. When you win, they win. And God has decided, God has determined to give you the strength, to give you the power in this season to stand up and say, I am going to win. I am not going to be defeated. I will not quit. I will not give up. I will not give in. I will stand and I will declare the works of God. And I will declare that what God has done for me and what God has said to me, God will perform it in my life. I'm not going to give it up. I'm not going to let it go. It belongs to me by faith. Come on, somebody. If you believe that, say amen. He took his stand in that bean patch. Sometimes it's hard to stand. Sometimes it's easier to quit. Sometimes it's easier to throw in the towel. Sometimes it's easier to just say, I can't do it anymore. It takes a courage to stand but you know the scripture tells us to put on the full armor of God so that we might be able to withstand the evil day and having done all to stand I don't care what comes against you you stand stand in the authority of God's word stand in the power of the name of Jesus stand in the strength of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ stand because God is standing with you stand because you are on a firm and unshakable foundation which is the word of God. The Bible said that a troop came against Shammah. 
And they attacked that bean patch. And when Shammah was standing there, he received strength, supernatural strength. Strength that he didn't have before. You know, a lot of times we think of the heroes of the Bible, we think that they were people who were, you know, bodybuilders, Arnold Schwarzenegger types who had it all worked out and God just kind of put them on, on display. But no, they were just ordinary guys who probably never been to a gym before. And yet when the Spirit of God came upon them, there was strength to stand. Who am I talking to? I'm talking to you this morning. God says, I'm going to give you the strength to stand. The strength to endure. And when the dust had settled, there was only one man standing. And he had a smile on his face. It was Shammah, God's man. Because he had decided to get with David. He had decided to do it his way. To do the thing that God had taught him to do through his allegiance and, and alliance with David. And so this morning, you and I must make a decision. I'm going to do it God's way. I'm going to stand with my heavenly David. I'm going to stand with the Lord Jesus Christ. And when the dust settles, and when this thing is over, and when the trial passes, and when the storm is gone, I will still be standing because my God is an everlasting rock and a, a God of strength and my defense. Now, I'm going to ask some of you, Jake, would you bring me those, please? I'm going to ask some of you to uh, help me this morning. We're going to make this altar call in a special way. Who wins if I win? Get that in your mind. Do you have the answer yet? Do a, little, do a quick little math here, all right? Are you guys ready? How many people are in your immediate family? You probably already know that number. Just count them out. Is it five? Is it 10? Is it 12? I want you to start thinking. If I win, we all win. If I quit, who's going to stand in the gap for them? Who's going to pray for them? Who's going to be the intercessor? But when I win, they're going to win. God is going to answer my prayers, and they're, they're going to be blessed. And the thing that God has begun in my life, he's going to do in theirs. And so I want to encourage you to fight on. I want to encourage you to keep fighting the good fight of faith because there are more than you know who are depending on you. There are people watching you and here's what they're saying. They're saying, you know what? If Elder Martinez can make it, I can make it. 
They're saying if Pastor Isaac can make it, I can make it. They're saying if they can make it, I can make it. Hey, come on, somebody. If they got out, I can get out. If they got up, I can get up. They're looking at you and they're saying, hey, they took one step, I can take one step. They take two steps, I can take two steps. Somebody is following you and the victory belongs to you because they have to have it too. So I want somebody to come and stand for the city. Quick. Who wants to come stand for the city? Come on up. All right. I'll give you another one. I'll let you stand for your siblings. Come on. Somebody else who wants to stand for the school? Come on, Javi. Javi. Come on, come on. You got to be quick. It's, it's, it's his, all right? All right. Here, you can stand for your children. Stand for your parents. Who's going to come stand for their husband? Come on. Who's going to stand for their wife? Come on up, Brother Joe. Y'all have to share it. Y'all can share it. Well, we don't want to share that. There's, there's some things you can't share. Okay. Okay. <laughs> They're both ganos. All right. You guys, come on up here if you would. Just come stand with me up here. All of you, yeah. Come stand up here. Spread out all the way across. All the way across. Spread out. Spread that way. Here, you know what? This doesn't look right, all right? So just you go share the city with her, okay? <laughs> We're not starting any new doctrines here. <laughs> all right. Who wins if I win? If they win, their city wins. If he wins, his wife wins. If she wins, her, her brothers and sisters win. If she wins, her parents win. When he wins, his children will win. When he wins, his school will win. When she wins, her husband will win. Is there anybody in here that wants to go for a win? Is there anybody here that wants to go for a win? Anybody that says, sign me up, pastor, I can't quit. I can't give up. I'm in it to win it. I'm in to see God do all that he promised me to do. Then I want you to come up here and I want you to take your stand with me this morning. Come into this altar. Would you stand together, please? Come on. As you come. I want to give you one more closing statement before we pray. Who wins if you win? Some of you have been coming to church. You started coming alone. And then someone else started coming with you. 
And I have a carload full, or two carloads full. Some of you started serving the Lord on your own. And maybe you're still serving the Lord on your own. But here's what I want to say. Sometimes, even when you're winning, it doesn't feel like you're winning. This week, for our region, feels like a loss. And sometimes, even when you're winning, it feels like you're losing. But you know how you know when you're winning? When you still have a song of praise in your mouth. When you can still say, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. God counts that as a win. So this morning, some of you are fighting, and you feel like you're losing. You feel like you're losing your marriage. You feel like you're losing your family. You feel like you're losing your children. You feel like you're losing your health. But so long as you can stand and fight, you're winning. So long as you can stand and fight, you are winning. So if you're a winner, if you're winning and you know it, you say, Pastor, all right, when you put it that way, I know I'm winning. I still have some praise in my life. I still have a fight in me. I want you just to lift your hands right where you are and begin to bless the Lord. Just begin to bless the Lord. You can't quit. It may not be easy. It's not going to be fast. But you will win. Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season, in due season you will reap if you faint not. God told us at the beginning of the year, your seed will survive the storm. And he tells you again tonight, your seed will survive the storm. It might feel like you're losing right now, but God says you are in the right place. You are in the right place. I will bring you through. I will give you victory. Come on, fill your mouth with worship. Come on, Kingsway. Come on, Kingsway. Take your stand this morning. Make a decision. Make a decision. I'm going to fight. I'm going to stand up and fight. My marriage, my family, my children, my church, my community, we're going to see the blessing of God. We're going to see the blessing of God.